Hi, this is Alonzo Bowden, and I'm welcoming you to Who's Paying Attention, episode 23. Can't believe there's this many. We're going to get right into it. The debates are tomorrow. Um, I'm going to try to watch. I'm working. It doesn't matter. No, because when politicians debate, they just stick to their talking points and the questions don't really matter. It's actually hilarious sometimes. Like they'll ask, you know, Mitt Romney about his, I don't know, about his taxes from 2008. And his answer will start with the economy is blah, 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 because he's not going to answer that question. And if they ask Barack Obama about, I don't know, let's let's bring back Reverend Wright, for instance, then you'll get an answer that somehow has to do with bin Laden. So I'm not even going to get into that, but I will get into this as regard. This is my view regarding the election. Just stop the bullshit. All right. This is so much about race. I get so tired of these people who say it's not about race. And Alonzo, you're just a racist. Listen, the, the brilliance of the Republicans, whenever you bring up something, they twist it around. So if you say it's about race, well, you liberals are all racist. Everything you say is racist. If Barack Obama were white, this would not be an election. It would be a coronation. Okay, let me say that again. It would not be an election. It would be a coronation. Barack Obama saved General Motors. Do you understand if a white guy had saved General Motors, if a white Republican saved General Motors, General Motors, Chevrolet, Cadillac, America, okay? Baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. He saved the Chevrolet part. Cadillac, if he didn't save General Motors, there would be no more Cadillac. What would America aspire to? We're talking the history of this country. We're talking about General Motors for a long time, the largest corporation in America. He saved that. He got bin Laden. Bush got reelected just for, for saying he might get bin Laden and then was forgiven when he said bin Laden doesn't matter anymore. And Obama signed the order to kill the number one terrorist in the world, America's sworn enemy, blah, 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 blah. He did that. Listen, you had the Republicans take over Congress in 2010 and Mitch McConnell and, and a bunch of other ones just say, uh, Michelle Bachman was on board with this, not to mention their their leader, Rush Limbaugh. Our only job is to make sure he's a one-term president. Think about that. Their job had nothing to do with the economy. Their job had nothing to do with ending wars. It had nothing to do with the banking crisis, the housing crisis. No, they were elected and said our only job is to make sure he's a one-term president. Do you know what that means? That means no matter what he says, they're automatically against it. Now think about that. If, the, if that had been under the Bush presidency, that would be considered treason. That's right. To say that about a standing president while the nation is at war, our only job is to get rid of him, he would have been charged with treason. So let's stop pretending it's anything else, all right? If Barack Obama was a white man, he would be... They'd be singing his praises. They, they, right now, the approval rating, would be like... The polls would be 80-20. Can you imagine... If Barack Obama said 47% of Americans are victims, lazy, and refuse to accept personal responsibility, he'd be crucified for that statement, all right? Mitt Romney said it, and it's like it's a blip. It, yeah, he lost some points, and it shows Mitt Romney's out of touch. But there's still, 
the vast majority of people think Barack Obama is the elitist. Mitt Romney is worth more money than Barack Obama or any of us listening, because if you're listening to me, <laughs> God bless you. Any money we could dream of, Mitt Romney was born with connections you can't imagine, and Barack Obama is considered the elitist. All right, here's what I say. I say the same thing Samuel Jackson said. Wake the fuck up. And please go to YouTube and Google Wake the Fuck Up America with Samuel Jackson because it's a hilarious spoof of his video that he did about Go to Fuck to Sleep, which was a funny child's book. But anyway, wake the fuck up. You better get out there. If you want Barack Obama to be president, you better vote. Don't take it for granted. Oh, he's got this shit in the bag because he doesn't. I got bad news for you. Amongst middle class voters, okay, and I don't know, I'm going to guess that they don't make allowance for race in this, but amongst middle class voters, Mitt Romney is ahead 55% to 41%. That's right. He's ahead by 14 points amongst the middle class. Now, personally, I would guess that's amongst white middle says America, we're going to go with America. This poll is from Politico. This poll is from George Washington University. He's ahead by 14 points. Why? Because people are comfortable voting against their own interests. That's right. They're voting against themselves. Mitt Romney said the middle class includes people who make $200,000, $250,000 a year. How many middle class people are really pulling in that kind of money? For health care, Mitt Romney said on 60 Minutes, uninsured should go to emergency rooms. He said that's the health care plan for uninsured. Have you? Can you imagine? Have you been to an emergency room? Forget about how long the wait is. How much longer is the wait going to be if everyone who's uninsured goes there? Not to mention the fact it's the most expensive care possible for uninsured. You know something? If there was medical care, they could go to a doctor before it became an emergency. So put all that aside because they're voting Mitt Romney. If you're out there, if you're a Democrat, independent, Obama, whatever, you better get out there and vote. That's right. Vote. I'm going to talk more about voting later. Unbelievable how people vote against their own interests. Why could it be that they're uninformed? Could it be uninformed or just willfully ignorant? Amazingly willful, willfully ignorant beyond belief. You know, Rick Santorum said at the uh, Value Voters Summit, which is some kind of weird private meeting they have that... It, Whenever you hear values, family values, American values, whatever, it's like, okay, let's get together and hate people who are different. Than, you know, that's what Paul Ryan was talking about. Women are, are murderers and Democrats are baby killers and all that nonsense. But one thing Rick Santorum said there that was true. Rick said, we will never get the smart vote. That's right. He stood in front of his own supporters and said, we'll never get the smart vote. And you know something? They won't because they're willfully ignorant. Now, here's a little something. Global warming. Okay, you might believe it. You might not believe it. But there was a study done by scientists. Okay, now these are guys who know what they're talking about. The Union of Concerned Scientists, climatologists, scientists from around the world. 93% of Fox News and 80% of the Wall Street Journal opinion pages covering climate control, I mean climate change, is inaccurate and misleading. 93% of Fox News, 80% of the Wall Street Journal on climate, inaccurate and misleading. Scientific American Magazine, again, highbrow, okay, way smarter than me, 
lots of letters after their names. That's who's doing Scientific American magazine. In analysis, 37 out of 40 occurrences, Fox staff made dismissive and inaccurate comments regarding climate change. What's my point? My point is willful ignorance. The people who live off of Fox News don't want truth, don't want information. (laughs) Here's my favorite quote out of this article. NASA climatologist. Okay, did I say NASA as in rocket scientist? NASA climatologist Gavin Schmidt told Media Matters for Fox to present Joe Bastardy, or Bastardi, however he pronounces the name, their weather forecaster as a climate change expert is about as credible as someone claiming to be an expert on the Greenland ice sheet because they eat ice cream. That's right. <laughs> about as credible as someone claiming to be an expert on the Greenland ice sheet because they eat ice cream. Or about as credible as someone to say there's an expert on foreign policy because they can see Russia from their doorstep. Willful ignorance. It, it is it is amazing that they just don't don't teach me. Don't confuse me with the facts. My mind is made up. Are you kidding? Here, here's a great one. And this one, try to just try to get your head around this. Rick Perry. Rick Perry claims that you remember in the Republican uh, debate, I mean, the Republican primary, the Republican reality show, whatever you want to call it. Rick Perry had the famous meltdown where he, he forgot his own speech. He forgot his own talking points. Well, now we know why. Okay? Rick Perry's legendary debate performance may be attributed to then undiagnosed sleep apnea and painful sensations in his leg and foot. All right, now we might, we might go along with that. Uh, apparently, Perry has been sleeping badly for decades. Okay, that that's okay. <laughs> but here we go, here we go. The real reason? Perry claims that Satan runs across the world with his doubt and with his untruths and what have you. See, that's what happened. Satan. Governor Rick Perry, this was in the Houston Chronicle, Rick Perry talked about the state budget, his determination to freeze college tuition rates for four years, and Satan. Let me go on the record as, I believe in Satan. (laughs) So, there's the problem. That it's Satan's fault. You see, and, and I'm not knocking anyone who believes in this. You believe if it's part of your belief, but but when you're a governor, when you're when you're in a politician, you're a governing body. You don't blame Satan like that. Is that where you go? And remember, remember, during the Texas drought, Rick Perry called for a day of prayer, and then he wrote a letter to Barack Obama asking for money to help deal with the drought and the last loss of food, etc., etc., etc. Now, does that mean that I don't know? Obama's Jesus? Ooh, could be, because Satan's out to get Rick Perry. Willful ignorance. Truly unbelievable. And and here's the last thing I'm going to try on this whole religious, I don't know. So this this Christian thing, again, not knocking Christianity, but whenever you mention it, of course you're knocking it. This, 
truly, I'm baffled by this. Last week, Barack Obama gave a speech at the UN, and if you heard it, it was one of those, like, this was true Barack Obama. Um, intelligent, well thought out, powerful, inclusive, respectful, just, I mean, an amazing, an amazing speech. And, and within the speech, he talked about the, the attacks in Libya. He talked about the Muslim outrage over the, the video and, you know, the anti Muhammad, supposedly anti Muhammad video which led to protests, which led to violence, which led to killing. And and that's a horrible thing. And he spoke about it. And he spoke about it in a brilliant way. In Anyway, of course, he's catching flack from the Christian right. The Christian right is mad because he showed respect to Muslims and he showed respect. Well, I thought he showed respect to Christians or whatever. But, okay, so... Let me, uh, I don't know, let me try. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to explain this because I tell you, sometimes these things I don't even understand. This is what he said that upset the Christian right. The future must not belong to those who slander the prophet of Islam. But to be credible, those who condemn that slander must also condemn the hate we see in the images of Jesus Christ that are desecrated or churches that are destroyed or the Holocaust that is denied. Let us condemn incitement against Sufi Muslims and Shiite pilgrims. It is time to heed the words of Gandhi. Intolerance is itself a form of violence and an obstacle to the growth of a true democratic spirit. Together we must work toward a world for we are strengthened by our differences, not defined by them. That is what America embodies. That's the vision we will support. Now, that, that's beautiful, because what he's saying is, if you condemn the attack against Muhammad or the d- d- disrespect or disgrace or whatever, you must also condemn when people attack Christianity or where people deny the Holocaust, etc. Right? Now, that, that's okay. Here we go. Here we go. Some on the right saying the president was launching a thinly veiled attack on Christians. And this is what they say. It is an orthodox Christian belief that Muhammad is not a prophet. How? Right there, you're talking about instant intolerance. Like, who cares? If you're a Christian and you believe in Jesus, how is it offensive to you that Muslims believe in Muhammad? I don't know. But but here he says... And uh, Eric Erickson, Eric Erickson, the editor of the conservative website Red State, says, uh, "There's a double standard: Obama condemning the slander of Muhammad, while condemning only the desecration of the image of Christ." <laughs> We cannot slander the prophet of Islam, but it's only the image of Christ in the next sentence, not actually Christ himself. What? What? So I guess Eric knows Jesus Christ personally, and he's not, there are no images. He actually talked to him. Listen, and of course, they're mad at the National Endowment of the Arts, right, because of the old... uh, his Christ painting and Virgin Mary painted in dunk. Look, that that's an artist's interpretation of something 
That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the freedom to have that and the freedom to have this. I mean, if you're anti-Muslim and you create this horrible hate video and put it on YouTube, you know something? In the United States of America, you're free to do that. And when the president says that just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. And if you protest that, if you protest the anti-Mohammed video, then you also have to protest anti-Christ. It's, it's like, to twist this, basically what they're saying is, well, Muslims are, that's the bad religion. So it's okay to demean that religion. But you didn't say, don't demean ours. I, I don't even understand the logic of that argument. But it gets back to what I said about uninformed masses. People jump on this and believe it and they're so anxious to hate Barack Obama that even when he gives an inclusive beautiful speech saying let's stop hating any religion let's respect all religions they twist that to be anti-Christian I'm done I I am done um, I guess I'm on the side of Satan on this one Rick and, and I know Rick Perry you're a gifted genius of a man you're actually the only man to whom George Bush looks at and says, <laughs> I'm not that fucking dumb. But no, uh, it was Satan. So now we know what, what held you back, Rick. You know, um, I always like to give a little news of the stupid every week. Yeah, I'm getting off the political thing. I, I, I can't even talk about it anymore. I'm sorry. Um, California has approved driverless cars. That's right. Governor Jerry Brown signed a bill yeah, I don't know if you've seen it. Google has been experimenting these cars with no drivers. I've been living in California. I've been driving in California for a long time. I thought we had driverless cars. I see them all the time. I see cars with a person behind the wheel who is doing text messages. I see people behind the wheel reading newspapers. I see people turned all the way around to look at their kids and talk to their kids in the back seat. Um... We have iPads on the steering wheel. So we've been we've had driverless cars for years, but apparently it is about to get government recognition. And and here's the thing. Okay, you do that. What if there's like an Apple Maps episode? Are you familiar with this? Apple has done away with Google Maps on the new iPhone and the new operating system, so they use Apple Maps, which sometimes has completely the wrong city. I would love your car to be driving itself, and then, you know, your car is driving itself through Los Angeles and suddenly says, hey, I'm in Fresno. I can make a left here and go down this freeway on-ramp, even though it's an off-ramp. But in Fresno, it's a, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And listen, we just survived Carmageddon, okay? And to the rest of the world, what that means is you have natural disasters, okay? A few months ago, we were worried New Orleans would get washed away again in another hurricane. Uh, you know, there, there have been earthquakes in Japan. Well, we we have what's called Carmageddon in L.A. And what it means is they're going to close the freeway for a day and a half on the weekend, and we'll have traffic, I know, I know you're asking where to send money and why the Red Cross isn't here now. Yes, we just survived Carmageddon too. We had traffic on a Sunday. I know you feel horrible about us. Listen, we're all, we're all just shaken up over it, deeply moved. And it's good to know that the next time 
you know, 10 years from now, they'll close the freeway and the cars will be driving themselves. You know what Carmageddon 5 is going to be? It's going to be when cars attack. It's going to be when the cars realize that those of us sitting behind the wheel are so dumb, they might as well take over. And then we're going to live in a Terminator movie type society and on and on. Yeah, I'm taking this too far, but I ride motorcycles on the freeway. I've been seeing driverless cars for the last 20 years. Who's paying attention? I hope you are. I hope you're reading. I hope you're getting ready. I hope you're going to vote. Again, this willful ignorance has got to stop. We we need informed voters. And, And now, here's the thing. In this election, and we've all seen it, they're trying to eliminate voters. They're doing what they can to eliminate minority voters with various weird voter ID laws. They're trying to scare kids, college kids, out of voting by saying, hey, if you're born, you live in one state or your family lives in one state, but your residence is in another because you go to college, if you come down here to vote, we're going to arrest you. And I, listen, you know, they, they used to have a thing where you had to pass a test to vote. When you got to the poll... They would ask you questions. This was in the 60s. Interestingly, they only asked black people these questions, but you had to be able to answer questions about American history and this and that. Well, I say bring that back. Bring it back, but we're going to reverse it this time. We're going to do away with the idiot voters. We're going to ask you some questions, and if you can answer these questions, you are not allowed to vote. If you can name Honey Boo Boo's mother, okay, and I hate myself for even knowing who Honey Boo Boo is, If you can name her mother, you're not allowed to vote. If you can name any two basketball wives, I don't know how many seasons that show's been on. I don't know how many holes they done run through. But if you can name two basketball wives, you're not allowed to vote. Plain and simple. You, You have to leave right now. If you can name or understand the language being spoken by the swamp people, that... Go on home. You ain't allowed to vote. Have you seen the Swamp People? I believe it's on Discovery Channel. It might be on History, but it's they're speaking English, and they, they they're subtitled because their English is Swamp People English. So if you understand that, well, thanks for coming down. You lose. You will not be voting today. If you can name Snooky's child, sorry. Yeah, we we love you. You're a true American. You're not allowed to vote. And if you eat deep-fried Twinkies on a regular basis, we're going to let you vote this time. But next election, we're going to have a talk. This is Alonzo Bowden. I'm wondering who's paying attention. I hope you are. Thanks for all the support of the podcast and the Twitter feed and the old Facebook page. Uh, I, I got nothing. Let's see how these debates go. Thank you.